0: whtt.org and now ready set let the sparks fly. In today's WHTT speaks out, we're going to talk about a recent interview that Chuck had on the John Statmiller program entitled "The National Intel Report." This is on Republic Broadcasting Network, one of the alternative networks that's out there in the internet. The topic today was the attack on Islam. It's been, as most people that have listened to any of our programs going on for over 25 years, Chuck exposed it in a national magazine attacking Islam back in 1994, that Islam became the replacement for communism after the Soviet Union fell back in 1990. And so, Chuck, why don't you just give us a little, uh, synopsis of the program, and then we'll have a a link available if you would like to listen to the whole program.
1: We'd recommend the Public Broadcasting Network because we've known them for many years, and we think we've had some influence over them because years ago, they began to invite us to participate in programs on various subjects, and we talked a lot about this subject of Christian Zionism, World Zionism as a problem the way Muslims are are being used as a scapegoat to bring about wars. And as a result of that, the station has some knowledge of that. And uh, when John Stottmiller called me and asked me to be on, he said that he was stunned to learn he'd been just soaking into him how badly the alternative media stations that he knows and respects have been influenced to be anti-Islamic and actually feel that we have to keep Muslims out of the country We might need to make war on them sometime to keep them from destroying us. In other words, he's shocked at how others in this very important network of education have been influenced negatively about Islam. So he wanted to have me on to talk about it, the causes, the reasons, and so on. And it gave us a good opportunity to talk about Christian Zionism, uh, what's wrong with the Christian churches that are supporting Zionism and are supporting Israel's and its wars against its neighbors, as well as supporting the U.S., ongoing destructive wars against what we believe to be seven, at least seven Muslim countries in the Middle East now, counting Afghanistan. So the program was very worthwhile. We enjoyed it. We hope our listeners give a listen to it because it it has a kind of a fresh approach. There were uh, seven or eight callers. Some of them ranged all over the place. One woman called in and said, I'm not a Christian, and I want to tell you that I'm floored by this program. So we don't quite know how to respond to that. My answer to her was, please write to me, uh, Chuck at whtt.org, and tell me what you mean. I'd like to hear more. This is what we do. We talk to people about why they think the way they do, and this is our mission is to talk to people. And so I got to say about anything I wanted, and I did I make the point over and over again that we have a positive approach. Our effort is to change the churches. I talked about the big pie, of which one-third of it is Christian Zionist, and the other two-thirds of the Christians voters in the country are either Roman Catholic or old mainline churches who are not influenced by the Christian Zionist movement in any major way, at least at the ecclesiastical level they're not. They have, of course, members. I had to explain all this. It took some time, but it was uh, it was fun for me, and I enjoyed it. And it was very refreshing to kind of talk to a new crowd and uh, get back there with them.
0: Well, I think that's great, Chuck. And uh, you know, people are turned off against Christianity because how they perceive Christians, and they conceive the support for these wars that are killing innocent people. So. This is really good news.
1: By the way, we've uh, we've done two, two broadcasts with traditional Catholic groups in the last month or six weeks. In all cases, they wanted to convert us into Catholicism. So that's always a compliment that they'd like to have you in their group. So this is our mission is to get out and talk to groups and spread this idea that we are getting somewhere and that we do have a target. It's not a hopeless case of where The whole world is against us. Uh, We've got a big pie out there of 160 million so-called Christians who vote. And if they would do their job, we wouldn't have these problems. It does make people feel good. They always say they're glad to hear some positive thoughts on the subject once in a while. Uh, Chuck, I appreciate how you brought up that Islam is not a monolithic entity and that we need to find out who's funding these wars that in the name of ISIS or ISIL or Daesh or whatever. You talked about that and how that we would take exception if somebody labeled all Christians just like the ones that blow up abortion clinics or something. You were very clear on delineating the different flavors of Islam. That was that was good. Thank you. Yeah, I think that is that is important. And I do have a Quran on my desk. We've gone through a lot of charges people have made. Where they blame Muslims for all kinds of things. One of them happened in the church I attend, where they had a guy in, and uh, he was a supposed converted from Islam to Christianity, and he was there to tell the church how bad Islam was, and he made all kinds of quotes from the Quran that weren't there. And I went home and read my Quran. I kept notes and uh, uh, exposed him, and had an impact on the little church I go to. They realized that they had let a ringer in the door. Because he outright lied about things that he said were in the Quran, they weren't, and they're not.
0: And it's an ongoing thing. It's been over six or seven years ago. I got a a, an email from one of my Christian brothers, and it was one of these "Let's hate Islam," and it's still available on our site. But it was a lie that had been floating around the internet for five years prior to that. Well, just a month or so ago. I got another one from a pro-Israel guy that I'm on a list and uh, the same story the exact same story so it, it he just renewed it that the uh, the thrust of this was that Islam demands that anybody that doesn't convert to um, Islam must be killed and I wrote a response to this a number of years ago and any thinking person would say, well, if that were true, how would they get any converts? <laughs> so it is interesting how these lies can be recycled, if you will, and people will fall for them without really uh, doing some investigation. So that's our whole point here at We Hold These Truths, ladies and gentlemen, is to look into these claims, do some thinking on your own. There certainly are a lot of resources on the Internet that... uh you can uh, weigh and and analyze and just like chuck's going to the Quran to um, to look at some of the claims made by this person coming into the church claiming to be a follower of Jesus
1: yes and uh, it's significant that the churches that have put out an effort to oppose war and especially oppose the wars against arab peoples such as the palestinians are all churches that have missionaries in those places and have left their missionaries there. And most of the megachurches that we tab as Christian Zionist or Neo-Christian have long since taken their missionaries out of every Muslim country. And that's one of the things that awakened me to this back in 1989, was when our church had the people in and, and we found out that our church, the one I belonged to at the time, was withdrawing their missions from all Muslim countries because they claimed it was too dangerous. And later I was to go to most Muslim place on the face of the earth, perhaps, the Gaza Strip, where virtually everybody is Muslim. And I found out that the missionaries from the Southern Baptist Convention, who had had been removed two years before, and two of them had refused to go and had stayed on, they were single women who lived there by themselves, drove cars around freely in the streets, with their heads uncovered everybody knew they were obviously Americans or English or something and uh, they felt completely comfortable doing it had never been threatened in any way except when the Israelis came and bombed the place at night so the fact that you can't get along with Muslims in Muslim countries was actually covered uh, by the uh, by the evangelist church they covered for their statements by withdrawing their missionaries and even trying to sell their properties in, in Gaza. The Baptist Church was trying to sell its property there, and I stayed in the property because nobody would buy it. There was no money to buy anything there. And uh, so they, this one of this former missionary, Baptist missionary, they hired her to try to rent the place, and uh, she rented it to me for $10 a day when I stayed there. And I stood on her roof and photographed the bombing raids at night coming from Israel that the Baptist Church denies ever happened while standing on their building.
0: Well, thanks, Chuck, for that insight there. And we always welcome the opportunity to be on programs like this because we are in the information business and trying to educate our fellow Americans and Christians. Thanks for listening. If you like this program, please let your friends know about it and our other thought-provoking podcast. And be sure to visit our website, whtt.org, for a wealth of information on Christian Zionism and other critical issues that we face. Also at whtt.org, you can watch for free our award-winning documentary film, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Join us in our efforts to wake the town and tell the people. Start small, think big, and press on towards the straight gate.